And we are back. The primetime players. One of our favorite tag teams. Potentially not together anymore, Rob. Yeah, I'm I'm not a fan of that at all. Not a fan of what I saw on SmackDown. John. Yeah, I mean, it was almost like a rocker's breakup, but no barbershop window. Yeah, and I... Uh... You know, and and uh, Darren Young used to carry around the uh, the hair pick. They could have done yeah. something with that. It was very but, disappointing. Uh, I I think, as as we've talked over the years, over the months, this was a tag team you had a lot of hope for. I did. These guys should be at least uh, former tag team champions at this point. They should be two or three time former champions at this point. Uh, WWE missed a huge opportunity because the fans want to cheer for these guys. These guys have tons of personality. They've shown it in the ring. They've shown it, you know, leading up to the ring when they uh, do little things, you know, just chanting along and, you know, just getting on the mic for a second. And they've done comedy skits. These guys are gold. They could do face tag team. They could be a heel tag team. Should have been champions, weren't champions, and now they're going gone. But you have a lot of a lot of faith in Titus O'Neil. So it looks like he's gonna be a heel. What do you think? Do you think they're gonna give him a little bit of run here? I think he might be uh, the Intercontinental Division or United States division for a little while. Yeah. But why not hold out a little bit? Let them be champions for a little bit, get the spotlight on them for a little bit, and then make it even bigger when he dumps Darren Young on his ass. Yeah, because well, as it, as it clearly started, they're not going to do that. They didn't do that. So Darren Young, we'll see what happens with him. But Titus O'Neil is pulling the Shawn Michaels at the moment, as far as that tag team goes. So we'll see where they go. But. The bigger thing I think we want to talk about coming out of Royal Rumble, uh, we've got we've got a couple guys that might have been made into main eventers, uh, and what I'm what I'm talking about is Bray Wyatt with that first match to start off the pay per view with Daniel Bryan. What a what a struggle! What a match! I mean, these guys went back and forth, and just big spot after big spot. Uh, drama. I mean, they they work so well together. I mean, how did you feel watching it? Oh, I I thought it was an excellent match. You know, I uh, I've seen some good things from Bray Wyatt before, but he was apparently injured for a little while. Um, so maybe some of his matches weren't as great as they could have been in the past couple months. But I thought this was a great match. Um, no surprise that Daniel Bryan had a great match, but. Uh, Bray Wyatt definitely doing some things that were uh, interesting and I would almost say innovative. I really liked when he used that uh, Sister Abigail type finisher thing and threw Daniel Bryan into the uh, what do you call it the the guardrail the the bar- barricade yeah yeah great spot. yeah that was that was incredible uh, I mean yeah these guys these guys went nuts 
you know, they just did everything they could to, to to be the match of the night, and they absolutely were. Uh, yeah, and there was no kind of uh, interference from you know the other the other wide stories that we might have seen with Kane and you know anybody else. This was just Daniel Bryan and Bray Wyatt one on one. You know they they sent away uh, Luke Harper and Eric Rowan, and these guys just had a big match. You know I I, I think it's already set itself as the match to beat for the year. You know I can see something at WrestleMania overtaking it in terms of quality or in terms of you know the the hype the build and the emotion that sets through, but it's going to take something pretty good. Um, yeah, when I saw the uh, the White family, you know, ejected from the match, told to go to the back, Harper and Rowan no longer could be at ringside, I was thinking that was um, clearly a sign that Daniel Bryan was probably going to win, but in hindsight, I think that's the, uh, the aspect of things that made it so that this feud could finish out because if you have those two guys at ringside and Bray Wyatt wins, then you have a situation where uh, you know maybe there's some speculation that might continue. So right, were you surprised? Were you surprised that Bray Wyatt got the win? Um, I was surprised at the time, but looking back at it, I think that's the perfect way to end the feud. So knowing that the feud needed to end. Not Given all the Daniel Bryan buildup, all the yes, 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 yeses, the consideration of the fact that this match might have some sort of, you know, uh, ability to dictate what's going to happen in the Royal Rumble match, were you surprised that Bray Wyatt got the victory? No, you know, I think we both we both predicted that in the podcast episode that we did prior to the Rumble. You and I both picked Bray Wyatt to win, and I think it was partially because we thought this would help Daniel Bryan's story going into the Rumble match. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they needed to end the feud. They needed to uh, decide whether or not Bray Wyatt was going to take a step forward or a step back. And clearly, given what they did during the Orton-Cena match, they wanted the Wyatts to remain part of the upper echelon of WWE. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so does this does this bring Bray Wyatt, I mean, the fact that he just, I mean, he pinned Daniel Bryan one, two, three, clean, his cronies were not around ringside. It was as clean as can be. Does this bring Bray Wyatt into the conversation? You know, into the top seven conversation of, you know, whatever they want to do as far as the world titles are concerned? No, I think he's a top ten guy. I think, you know, when you have your top six then you start looking at, uh, okay, who are the guys that uh, are just outside that top six who 
can be like Kane was back in the day, where you use them as an enhancement to the stars. You use them as the jobber to the stars. You use them as a guy who can compete around the main event, but is not likely to ever get the world title. But when you're talking about the top six guys, mm -hmm. I'm talking about guys who, in the next two years, will get that belt. Talking about guys that can draw. Yeah, and I do not see Bray Wyatt as being a guy who, in the next two years, will get the opportunity to hold, for any significant amount of time, a world heavyweight championship belt. Do you not ever see Bray Wyatt being a guy that people want to see? You know, I could see him being something of a draw Can in terms of... Can he be a New Age Undertaker? No, I don't think so. I think The Undertaker is a phenom. I think he is um, the type of thing that only comes around once in a generation. And I know we're kind of in the next generation here, but I just I don't see I don't see that character, you know, unless it gets something of a change. I mean, he's uh, got the kind of buildup, you know, like the the little. Uh, you know, little vignettes they do that you can see on YouTube and, you know, sometimes they show them on SmackDown. I mean, this guy's, this guy's doing Undertaker-type work. The guy's really good on the mic. The guy is good in the ring. Um, he seems really creative. Um, I just... Undertaker kind of had that aspect to him where you were in awe of him, and you were a little afraid of him, mm -hmm. and he had that supernatural ability to just take it to the next level in the ring. And right now, I haven't seen that from Bray Wyatt. True. He doesn't walk the ropes. But the supernatural thing, I mean, you were also 10 years old when you saw some of that, you know, so the kids that are seeing Bray Wyatt right now, you never know what they're thinking. When when I'm talking about supernatural, I don't just mean, I don't just mean the fog. I don't just mean the ability to walk the rope. I'm talking like a couple years ago at WrestleMania, he was still jumping over the top rope, mm -hmm. doing his clothesline. I mean, you're seeing him pull out all the stops. You're seeing him put on great matches. I mean, anybody can no no sell a chair shot or whatever. Anybody sure. can just sit up. What I'm talking about as a performer, the Undertaker just took it to the next level. Absolutely, I hear you. Uh, you know, and that's that's the question right now is is did we see a star born? And you know, Bray Wyatt, he's getting there. Uh, another guy that is very close to having a star a star born is Roman Reigns. Uh, the blue-eyed Samoan that's that's been dominating as as the muscle of the Shield and set a new Royal Rumble record. You know, he's getting he's getting some shine from the WWE. Is this a guy that we can see being a main eventer? Is he there? Is he coming close? Oh, I think he's getting close. I think at this point he's he's coming up on 
Sheamus status. I mean, I think if mm. Sheamus needs to be afraid of his spot on the card, he needs to look at Roman Reigns as being the guy who uh, is possibly going to overtake him. Now, granted, Sheamus got into WWE because he met Triple H, and Triple H brought him in. That's why, you know, Sheamus had that match with Triple H, um, that feud with him a couple years back, um, because, you know, they do have that link. Uh, so I don't think Roman Reigns is necessarily going to take Sheamus' spot. Rob, what did you think when it was just Roman Reigns and Batista at the end of the Royal Rumble? Were you with most of us and just cheering your nuts off for Roman Reigns to throw him out. I was hoping to God that something would happen and Batista would, you know, uh, do something to his hamstring or, or mess up to the point where uh, Roman Reigns would somehow luck into the victory. Mm-hmm. I, I would have been totally fine with Roman Reigns in the main event at WrestleMania. This is a heel. I know. And the face was supposed to be Batista. Well, supposed to... People uh, were going crazy about Roman Reigns. If if you're going based on uh, what WWE wants you to think, who they want you to cheer for, who mm-hmm. if if you're letting them uh, just jump right down your throat like they'd like to, then, uh, then yeah, Batista's your face. But uh, in terms of what the, the fans want to see at that moment, when it comes down to those two, I, I, I'll take it this far. When CM Punk was eliminated by Kane, and mm-hmm. it was down to the final three, out of those three, I wanted Roman Reigns. I didn't want Sheamus. Yeah. I didn't want Batista. I wanted I wanted Roman Reigns. Absolutely. So that begs the question: Is this guy a top three competitor? You know, is this is this the next Randy Orton, John Cena, Rock guy? In the 2010s, way too soon to say that. Way too soon. Is it? It would have been way too soon. Couldn't you have said that about Randy Orton 10, 12 years ago? You you probably could have easily picked him. Yeah, Randy Orton. Randy Orton. You didn't know that Randy Orton was going to be the guy. Yeah, I mean, you you can see signs, but I, I still think there's something to the build of things. You know, two minute two minutes ago, I was talking about how I wanted Roman Reigns to be the one that came out of that final three to be main eventing WrestleMania. Yeah. Bear in mind, it would have been too soon. You know, it would it it was not this is not Roman Reigns' year. But given the options, sure. Given and, the options, and, uh, the too soon is one thing, but yeah. Can you see him being? A guy that we see main eventing WrestleMania in two, three years. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. The Superman I, I, punch. I mean, he's he's building up a repertoire. That he is. He is. He's good. And uh, I used to think he was uh, the most likely to uh, be sent back down from the shield. I thought, you know, Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose, these guys are good. All three of them are going to be going to be mine. Oh, yeah. These guys aren't going anywhere. Yeah. There's no repackaging needed for any of these guys. And that bre- that begs the question, Rob. Do you want to see the Shield break up by WrestleMania or or after WrestleMania? I mean, is do we want to see the Shield cont- 
can you pass WrestleMania? No, absolutely not. Yeah, huge they've got to waste, be done. Huge waste of uh, Roman Reigns' talent. Huge, huge, huge waste of uh, United States Championship to uh, to keep it stocked up in that group. And uh, Seth Rollins, he needs to be spotlighted a little more. But right, sure. right now you've got Roman Reigns, who's the heir apparent. You've got Dean Ambrose, who's carrying around a championship. And Seth Rollins is looking like the also-ran? I don't think so. <laughs> I, I don't think that's that's a right position to be in right now. Not the best use of the talent. Shouldn't be. Nope. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot to work with with those guys. So the big question now that we're faced with, at least at the moment, is how are they going to build a match for The Undertaker? What are you leaning toward? I am uh, I'm leaning towards Undertaker taking on the man who looks to be without another huge opportunity, a man who uh, has main evented the past uh, few WrestleManias. Mm. I think you have to go with John Cena. No. <laughs> if, I was actually if, thinking you were about to say Brock Lesnar. No. If if for no other reason then John Cena can't just be in some side match. John Cena has to be in a main match at WrestleMania. Here's the question I have for you, Rob. John Cena's WrestleMania experience is going to go one of two ways. If he fights the Undertaker, he's either going to go over the Undertaker, which would boo. boo, yeah, it would be the worst thing of all time, or he's going to lay back on the mat, getting the five second tan from the lights. He's not going to do that either. Sure, he is. You think? Sure. You think John Cena's going to lay on his back? During WrestleMania 30. Absolutely. Absolutely I do. Because if there's anybody who's bigger than John Cena, it's The Undertaker. I, and I don't think he's going to do it for The Undertaker. Not even in, in what could be The Undertaker's last match. But, well, if he was forced to, he might. But I don't think he's forced to. It's, it's a question of whether he wants to be on his back during WrestleMania 30. And I think he's going to say, nah. I don't really. I'm not interested in that. Somebody else can do that. So you think if John Cena is given the option of okay, you can be in a match where you lose to arguably the biggest name in WrestleMania history, See, or, no. or, or you fight in a lackluster match? You think? I don't John think Cena that's the option, though. I think the option is who do you want to fight? If he fights The Undertaker, he's going to lose. He's going to be back down on the mat. He could fight somebody else and let somebody else take the loss to The Undertaker. That's John Cena has that kind of shway at this point. Sure, but the point I'm trying to make is if he chooses option B, if he chooses not to fight The Undertaker, if he chooses to let someone else lose to The Undertaker... Who does John Cena fight at WrestleMania? That's what I'm saying. It doesn't matter. Somebody he can beat. See, I think it does matter because John Cena is the guy who main events pay-per-views whether he has the title or not. Mm. 
I see so, what you're saying. So the vanity. Oh yeah. So he he'd want to fight Undertaker just for the vanity. Well, hmm. he wants to fight the Undertaker because if he doesn't fight Undertaker, his match is going to be nothing. His match is going to be. What do you think? What do you think? Card. What do you think the the match was supposed to be? Assuming CM Punk is in the picture. Do you think it was supposed to be Brock Lesnar? I honestly... For The Undertaker, you mean? Mm Mm-hmm. Honestly, I... I don't think that uh, CM Punk's situation weighs in much... I know, but I I just mean as far as it kind of changes their booking, you know, maybe they have to change one one match or two, and then... To me, I think... I think the the options for The Undertaker this year are either Brock Lesnar or John Cena, and I don't think CM Punk being on the card or not had anything to do with that. I think Hmm. CM Punk... CM Punk was either going to be in the world title match or he was going to be matched up with Triple H. I think Mm. those are pretty much the only two things. And that brings us to a bigger question. Who is going to face Triple H? Is Daniel Bryan locked into that? I think if Triple H is fighting anybody, with one exception, I think Triple H will be fighting Daniel Bryan. I've, I read a really interesting proposal this morning. A WrestleMania 10, I think, situation where Daniel Bryan could face Triple H for the ability to have a title shot later in the pay-per-view. What do you think of that idea? You know... A month or two ago, when I was trying to figure out who was going to get booked where for WrestleMania, mm. I thought about the WrestleMania 10 idea. Because I really like the idea that two guys get eliminated from the Royal Rumble. They each have an equal share of the, uh, the right to say that they should go on to WrestleMania and get the, the title match. Mm-hmm. Um, if anything... I think CM Punk getting eliminated by Kane and having a legit gripe that he was eliminated by somebody who wasn't actually in the Rumble at the time, mm-hmm. I think it's more likely that CM Punk would have fought Triple H with the opportunity to go on to face the winner of Batista, Randy Orton. Sure. But I think we have to assume Punk may or may not be there. Yep. What do we do with Daniel Bryan? I, th- I think it's gonna be Daniel Bryan against Triple H. I, I don't. I don't think it's gonna be you know for a shot at the uh, for a shot at the world title. I think it's gonna, just gonna be. Uh, here's the. You match. don't think there's a way they're gonna work him into a three-way? Um, I guess they could. Get screwed at Elimination Chamber. Becomes a three-way. I guess. Or they could. he wins, as we said, WrestleMania 10 style, first first match, inserts himself in a three-way. 
I guess that's possible. I just couldn't imagine them adding a second world title match to the uh, WrestleMania card. But if but if you're saying he has to beat Triple H and then he gets inserted and makes it WrestleMania 30, why wouldn't they do it? Yeah, no, I could see that with the the triple X's on the uh, on the logo. We got Triple H. But the idea of Triple H wrestling in the first match of the card is just hard to believe, right? Yeah, unless he tries to screw Daniel Bryan over and makes it the second-to-last match, and then Daniel Bryan has to wrestle matches back-to-back. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the idea, right? They've yeah. already set up. They've already set it up. It's, you know, him saying that uh, you made me wrestle twice too many times. Why wouldn't you make me wrestle twice during the Royal Rumble? I like it. No, I like it. No, that's that's good. Maybe um, wrestle twice during WrestleMania. The, the one thing you're forgetting, though, you're going to have John Cena against Undertaker, and that's um, going to be the main event. I, I, I'm telling you, Rob, I just <laughs> don't know if I can accept that happening because I don't think John Cena is willing to be on his back at WrestleMania 30. All right, let, let's, let's throw this out there. People hate uh, the idea of Randy Orton against Batista. What's to say that uh, John Cena doesn't win at Elimination Chamber and we get Batista versus John Cena for the title, and then we get uh, Daniel Bryan against Randy Orton? Daniel Bryan versus Randy Orton for what? For... Fuck you, Randy Orton. You screwed me over all these times. And... Well, that'd be horrible. Nobody yeah. wants to see Daniel Bryan in any other match but a title match. Right. But I think people are going to be disappointed. Yeah. But you know what? Buy rates are not going to buy rates are not going to suffer because you're gonna you're gonna have the network. You're gonna watch it anyway. All I'm saying is, bottom line. Daniel Bryan has to be in a title match. It's going to be weird if he's not. Second, I just, I really want to see John Cena versus Undertaker, but I have a problem envisioning it happen because of those couple, you know, outcomes that I mentioned. Either, either John Cena beats Undertaker, which is not going to happen. It should not happen. That would be ridiculous. Or... John Cena's on flat on his back at WrestleMania 30. It, neither of those make any sense. So I don't see that happening. There's got to be some other thing going on with Undertaker, and I guess it has to be Brock Lesnar. I can which see leads that. John Cena out there. So, I, Well, unless somehow Brock Lesnar works his way into, a, uh, into the title match. <laughs> It uh, could be too much. So, do you think if they do this Wyatt family versus Shield, do you think the fans are going to embrace the Shield as phases? I mean, how how is this going to work? I think they're going to embrace Roman Reigns as a face. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to embrace Seth Rollins maybe as a face. But, but Dean Ambrose. But Dean Ambrose is a heel. And mm-hmm. I think it helps to push Roman Reigns even further up the card when the Wyatts end up getting a win and Dean Ambrose does something similar to uh, 
Roman Reigns that uh, Titus O'Neil just got done doing to Darren Young. And it comes full circle. As we hear hear the Shield music in the background, uh, do you do you envision that they might pull this thing off in an elimination chamber? Would they would they do that? I mean, it's three on three. It makes itself. That would be so sweet. Yeah. But then, but then you get to a situation where, you know, it's elimination style. So do you get to a situation right. where it's Dean Ambrose wow. against Roman Reigns? Yeah, that's. I think that's the idea. That could Would be one of the Shield eliminate them. That could be interesting, but that could also be forcing the issue a little bit much. True. Right. Because if it comes down the other way, if it comes down to Bray Wyatt and Eric Rowan. They're not fighting each other. There's mm. no reason to. And I noticed. I noticed. Ah, uh, uh, what's his name? Not Eric Rowan, but uh, Luke Harper. Luke Harper started talking a little bit on SmackDown. He did. So he did. it's all starting to change. Yep. Well, with that, that is the show for this week for Guys Nation Wrestling. We will be back early next week. <laughs> cover raw for john saying goodbye for rob i I hope you enjoyed this episode more than you enjoyed the super bowl what (laughs)